0: Hello and welcome to the NTI Pod Talk. My name is Diane Kaler and I'm Director of Nutrition Therapy Institute. Join me as I talk to interesting people in the field of health and wellness, food and farming, and anywhere else we find conversations that matter to our community. By listening, you'll learn a little about NTI and a lot about the things and people around you that make a difference for your wellness. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the NTI Pod Talk. My name is Diane Kaler. I'm the director of Nutrition Therapy Institute, and I want to welcome you uh, for another uh, great conversation, this time with a graduate of NTI who has uh, chosen, after graduating, to pursue board certification, has taken the board certification exam um, and passed it, and we want to talk to her about her process in making that decision, going through the process of taking the exam, studying for it, et cetera. Um, We are, uh, this is part of our series to let our community know uh, first of all, that becoming board certified is an option after graduation. And then um, just kind of uh, answering some questions from our community uh, about how that process was and, and hopefully Um, allay any sort of apprehensions that people have about taking that exam. So um, my guest today is Sherry Johansson. Thank you so much, Sherry, for being here. I really appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day to be with us. So thanks. No problem. Glad to be here. All right, good. So a couple of questions just kind of set the stage First of all, as I mentioned, you are a graduate of NTI, so um, obviously you went to school here, completed the program. Can you talk about, you know, from the very beginning, what was your interest in going to school for nutrition education to become a holistic nutrition professional and kind of talk about how it was that you decided on NTI?
1: Well, um, I think I'm very typical to, to many others. I mean, I, I looked into the nutrition field because of my own health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bachelor's um, in international relations. Absolutely nothing to do with nutrition. Okay. However, <laughs> however I have struggled all my life. I um, randomly will pass out. My body will shut down. My limbs will, you know, first of all, go numb and then they will stop functioning altogether. And then I will lose my sight. And then um, eventually I can't speak. And then I lose my hearing. And then I'm out. Uh, And that would happen uh, often. And uh, it would be, you know, sometimes for 15 minutes, sometimes for an hour. And, you know, I could be driving. Luckily I had some warning.
0: Um,
1: I would start feeling a little lightheaded and I knew it was coming on. So I'd pull over and I just didn't know what to do about it. And I would go see doctors, do a test after test, Mm -hmm. nothing, Mm -hmm. um, no answers. Mm -hmm. Um, add to that, I would randomly gain 30 pounds in 30 days, you know, without doing anything differently, Mm -hmm. or at least I didn't know what I was doing differently. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and I was running three to 10 miles a day. I mean, I was training for marathons and I just could not uh, manage to lose a pound. I would gain oh. it and then it would never come off. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I find myself 65 pounds overweight and going, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And, you know, doctors would just tell me, you know, exercise more or, you know, or don't eat sugar. And I say, well, yeah, I haven't eaten sugar in six months. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, I figured I need to take things into my own hands and, and learn about nutrition myself. And I think what, what drew me to NTI was the science backing of it. Mm -hmm. I I can't just do something without knowing why I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciated that. I, I compared several different programs and what, um, what was taught and why and, and how, and I really liked the, the breadth and the, the mm-hmm. depth of NTI. So that's why, that's why I went there. And, you know, I thought it was interesting as I found NTI, just searching online. I mean, cause I, I searched for a long time. I mean, actually a couple of years before I actually took the plunge. Um, and then surprisingly after I was, you know, I had it in the back of my mind, you know, when the time was right, I was going to dive in. And then I had a friend approach me and ask me if I would be a case study for her. It turns out she was going to Uh NTI. And so I was able to pick her brain and ask lots of questions. And,
0: you know, when I did it, I was very pleased. Mm -hmm. Great. So that's it. Nice. Well, so, uh, tell us when you graduated from NTI.
1: Um, I graduated, I finished my coursework in August of last year. So 2022 and I received my diploma in September.
0: Great. Very good. And, and the rest is (laughs) is history. right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh I would like to talk about kind of what you're doing and how you're applying your education, but let's let's wait until we talk about the board certification. So, after graduation, you decided to pursue board certification. Can you talk about why you wanted to to um take on this optional <laughs> uh uh, you know, work of prepping for an exam and taking an exam, because, you know, just to be clear, being board certified is not required in order for you to practice as a nutrition professional, but it certainly gives you a higher level of um, credential, credibility, uh, and and it certainly is a a mark of distinction um, in the field of holistic um, nutrition. So talk about why you wanted to become board certified.
1: Well, like you mentioned, I did think of all those things. It's like, it's added stress. There's a cost to it. It's, Mm -hmm. I I don't have to do it. And besides Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I have to, you know, give it away. I'm 61 years old. I don't have decades of a nutrition practice ahead of me. I mean, I hope I have decades of life ahead of me, but I, you know, I, I don't want to be working all of that life. Mm -hmm. And yet I couldn't feel complete unless I finished it it was just always in the back of my head i had to do it it was almost like a a stamp of approval um i mean i know it's not necessary but mm-hmm. it gave me the confidence that i needed i mean i knew that nti was a good school i knew that i that my education was was thorough and and enough well i shouldn't say enough because we're always learning yes. um But it was certainly what I needed to get started. And yet I somehow needed to satisfy that that validation, that need for validation, Um, because it's not enough for just me to know that NTI is a good school or you know that. Mm -hmm. But passing this exam, I feel like it the nation can know that. I mean, it's a national exam and, Mm -hmm. and therefore it's, it's validated. I think it legitimizes not just, you know, me, Mm -hmm. but the profession as well. In fact, yeah. yeah, that's my second reason for doing it. It reaches beyond NTI and beyond me. I think the more people who take the exam, the more we can build this unity of knowledge and professionalism That will legitimize the holistic nutrition field. And I think that's very important and I'm glad to be a part of it. So I don't think I ever didn't want to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That I love your answer because, um, it is, you know, spot on with, uh, kind of the way the, the the way other people have talked about it, but just, Mm um, I, I, I totally agree with everything, uh, you're saying about that. So, Um, All right. So once you, you know, you knew you were going to take the exam and then you you had to actually start implementing that decision. (laughs) Right. So, um, so going through the application process, any um, obstacles or roadblocks for you going through the application process?
1: Well, the application itself is is fairly straightforward, and especially if you do it within a year of graduation, because then you can postpone those 500 hours. Otherwise, they all have to be documented before you take the exam. So I was grateful not to have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my biggest obstacle and what got in the way is that I had a plan and I was going to take it four months after I graduated. That was that was my plan. And then life got in the way. Um, mm. I mean, my daughter had a premature baby and it, it mm. was in the NICU for a month. And that took some time. And my father-in-law got sick and and then he passed away and we were flying back and forth. And pretty soon I found it was, you know, four months later and I hadn't even begun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> to study for the exam mm-hmm. and so what finally pushed me over the edge is I had to to go through the application process and in doing so you have to choose a date where you're going to uh-huh. take exam and that's mm-hmm. what that's what got me to finally buckle down and do it mm-hmm. and um I think looking back on it I could have done it in three or four months I gave myself five um and I was glad I did I mean it it worked. It worked well for me. Mm-hmm. And so like I say the application process is fairly easy. You just need some letters of recommendation. you need the you know, transcripts and other things. and NTI is very helpful in getting that. Um, a resume um, professional membership with NAMP. Um, So those are, you know, those were fairly easy it was that date. The date was the horrifying thing. I had to choose it and then stick with it because I understand it's not that easy to change once it's been approved. Mm -hmm. So Mm
0: -hmm. anyway,
1: um, but yeah, that was the application process. Wasn't hard. Then I, then I dove in and thought, okay, I am going to, I'm going to do this the right way. And Mm -hmm. so I went on the NANP website and wonderful resources there. Mm -hmm. Um, The the study guide is very thorough and extensive. And the list of of books that they recommended, I had some and I had read many, but there were a few that I didn't have. And I must say that, you know, the one on nutrition counseling and the one on research and the Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine, those three, I don't think you'd want to take the exam without Mm -hmm. really delving into those books because Mm -hmm. I think many questions on the exam were directly from there. Mm -hmm. But mostly Mm -hmm. I think my NTI notes, I took extensive notes and I combined my notes with the study guide. Like I went through the study guide from NANP systematically and then looked in my notes and filled in everything I knew about all the topics that were listed there. And it was it was all I needed. It really mm-hmm. was. I mm-hmm. am amazed, surprised, and thank you for <laughs> having such a thorough education. It really was good. It was everything I needed. Mm-hmm. However, having saying that, I didn't trust myself on that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought I would go and sign up for a prep course.
0: Oh, great. Mm-hmm.
1: And on the, the website again, the NANP website, I saw advertised a, um, a class that said it would be good for preparation for the exam. Mm-hmm. And so I paid for the class. I dove in and started, well, I was about a third of the way through the class and it was fabulous information, but I thought this is not going to help me. This isn't helping me at all. I mean, it was very broad, covered a lot of topics but it wasn't specific enough Mm. for the exam. So Mm -hmm. I postponed that, put it aside, later finished it and used that for CEC
0: Mm -hmm. credits. And that was good. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. But um, I don't know, it wasn't what I needed. And so I looked more and I found online just little quizlets and they were helpful, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and and NANP has a few questions, practice questions as well and they were helpful, but I didn't think it was enough. So I looked more and um, I found another prep course uh, that had several practice exams, full length practice exams that I could take. And I thought that's what I need. And I found that through EHI, which is another another school. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated the practice exams um, and they helped me gain confidence. But all said and done, the information on those practice exams did not help me as much as my notes from NTI. <laughs> they really didn't. Yeah. Um, they were uh not as direct and I think got off topic a lot. Mm. So I think my preparation, I should have just trusted myself and, mm. and realized that my notes, along with that study guide and those books that were recommended, was good. Mm-hmm. And and in the time frame, I think it was, it was perfect. I mean, I could have extended it forever, but, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, eventually I'm running into a deadline if I want to uh, have my, my 500 hours postponed. So. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you saying that because, um, you know, it validates what I say to people. And that is that education from NTI will prepare you to be able to prepare to take the exam. In other words, you will have uh you know a, a huge um wealth of knowledge and you know all, all of your resource materials that you get from us um which gets you very 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 far into your ability to be ready to take the exam. And then the studying that you need to do after that oftentimes um you know you can go back to your class notes but uh, you know, I haven't heard anyone say that there were subjects or, you know, questions or topics um, on the exam that is something they had never heard of before and not something that they were exposed to through their education here at NTI. So um, hearing you say, you know, that same thing, um, you know, make, makes me uh, recognize or, or, you know, now I'm validated that I am saying something that is truly accurate from a user perspective. So thank you.
1: No, it truly is. It's, it's been, it's been wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there were some challenges, but I think, um, well, my biggest challenge was my fear of taking it. Yes. Right. (laughs) And, and, and I didn't need to be afraid to take it. It, Mm -hmm. it wasn't that hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, the things that I didn't know, I mean, there were some things that I didn't know. Um mm. and it is kind of funny. I mean, little things like, I, you know, I'm trying to remember the word. Um, I still can't remember, it's terrible. Um, uh like niacin, other mm. other words, other names for niacin.
0: Mm. I
1: I is it nitotinic acid? Yeah. Or, or
0: n- nicotinamide, <laughs> nicotinic acid, yeah. Yeah. I, I did not go into that
1: depth and I did not mm-hmm. remember that. And mm-hmm. so then I, I, you know, kind of got all flustered with it because I'm thinking, okay, is it niacin or are they trying to fool me? And it has something to do with nicotine because uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, I just, didn't know, and yeah. I didn't um, pay that much attention to those specifics. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, I would do that. And, um, I, but all in all, I had enough information in my head to know that I could logically and reasonably go through those questions. And and if I did not 100% know the answer, I could reason a correct answer.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And one of the things about the test that I really um, was surprised, but appreciated was you can take a blank piece of paper in with you. And so I would jot down questions to myself. And it helped me through the the reasoning process on those questions that I wasn't sure of. Um, I also appreciated on the exam that you could mark the questions that you weren't 100% sure of and then go back to them easily. Um, and I did that several times. At Mm -hmm. first, I was marking everything. I mean, unless I was exactly 100% sure, I would mark it. And then I thought, well, that's ridiculous. I've marked, you know, three quarters of the test. And then, so I went through it again. And I thought, okay, I really do know that. I'm just not being confident. And so, you know, I narrowed it down to about maybe 17 questions. And then I was able to use the knowledge that I had to reason through. And, Mm And it worked. Mm-hmm. It, it was really good.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, So was there anything about the actual um taking of the test online and, you know, having this proctor that's watching everything you're doing, like anything about that, that created any kind of anxiety or was that, were you just completely calm for <laughs> the, for the, the actual um, taking of it? I don't think it
1: would be honest if I said I was completely calm. No, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they were very good
1: about it. Although as much as I tried to plan ahead, there were technical difficulties and I didn't know why um, everything was working fine. And at first I was thinking we're going to have to take this another day because it was almost 45 minutes before we got it working. And they had to call in a tech person on their end to make sure it happened. And of course, that was a little nerve wracking for me. Because mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'm prep, pre- I'm prepped to do it today. I'm I'm geared up, you know, mm-hmm. mentally. I can do this. And then it mm-hmm. wasn't working. So mm-hmm. that was hard, but we did mm-hmm. work through it and we got it. It was, you know, a little dramatic at some points. I mean, I had to take my phone and my driver's license and toss them behind me <laughs> so that they could see them in a right. in a place. And I don't know if that's standard or if it was just my particular proctor, but, um, huh. you know, it, it mm-hmm. seemed a little dramatic to me. So, and it made me nervous, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it was okay. It mm-hmm. actually worked really well. Um, once I got into it, it, it was fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Good. And you passed.
1: Um, and I did. Oh, and, yes. and there's a, there's a little trick. I don't know if everybody knows this or maybe I'm just up in the night, but, um, you know, on the NAMP website, it says, you know, you'll know, be notified in two to three weeks whether you passed or not, and you don't get an actual grade; you just get a pass or fail. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when I finished my exam um, on the Proctor site, I didn't, I didn't disconnect right away. I hung out for a minute, and I don't even know why. I think I was thinking or breathing or you know, <laughs> just trying to take it in, but I didn't connect. And then pretty soon, a little button popped up and it said, view test results. And I thought, oh, what? Wow. And I pressed it and voila, I had my exact score, how many questions I got right, how what percentage that was and broken down by domain. So I had of the five domains, I knew how many questions I had gotten right um, in each one and the percentage. And I thought that was very helpful and took a load of stress off having to wait that
0: two or three weeks. So like I say, I
1: don't know if that's common knowledge or not, but I stumbled Ah. on it and it was fabulous.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, breaking news here, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I haven't heard anyone else say that. So that's that's a great tip, Um, because I have talked to graduates who've taken the exam and they're in that two to three week period. You know, like, am I going to pass? Am I going to pass? You know, like so that's (laughs) that's really good. Um, yeah, good information. So, um, all right, so let's get to this 500 hour thing, because I think people are, um, a little bit confused about the requirement for 500 practice hours, um, or contact hours. So, um, and, and you, so, well, let let me just say what I know. First of all, if you take the exam within a year after graduating, um, they recognize that you may not have 500 contact hours because if you have, you know, if you just graduated, you may not have been, uh, ha- had the opportunity to work with a lot of clients. So they waive the requirement to already have the 500 contact hours to take the exam. So you can take the exam and then work on getting those contact hours after you complete and finish the exam. Um, so your you have completed you've completed the exam passed the exam and your title now is bchn candidate correct yes okay so talk about that and talk about um uh, kind of you know h- how like You've already mentioned that you intentionally decided to take the exam within that first year because of that 500 hour things. But talk about kind of how this is working for you personally.
1: Well, um, the BCHN candidate credential still works to your favor um, because people ask, "What does candidate mean?" And you can Mm -hmm. say, "Well, I passed the board exams. I'm just working on my hours," Mm -hmm. and it still gives you what you need as far as legitimacy and validation. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have two years to complete the 500 hours from the test date, mm-hmm. not the application date, but from the test date. Mm-hmm. And um, there there are different types of hours. We have, I mean, there are 250 hours at least that you need of direct contact hours. And that is like with a client. And And then there could be, you know, up to 250 hours of research hours. Now I read that as they're kind of expecting that you're going to have more client contact hours than you are research hours. But I suppose if you had to, you you could, you know, split them 50-50. Mm-hmm. But um, so my plan, I had a plan and I realized now that the plan was not very good. So I've switched. My original plan was as soon as I finished the exam, um, I had, um, three different places lined up where I could go in and shadow kind of like an externship mm-hmm. and I was going to go shadow and learn in areas that I wanted to learn in areas where I felt deficit. And I had found some good, solid, uh, professionals who would take me in. Unfortunately, and for very valid reasons, all three of those fell through oh. and, and I was wishing that I had taken the, uh, NTI course internship mm-hmm. course.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought
1: that would give me, you know, a step up, but I yeah. didn't. Mm-hmm. And I also thought that I was going to get all of my 500 hours completed before I started my practice. That was my intent. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not working out that way. Um, and mostly because I have people coming up to me. Did you pass your exams? Did you pass your exams? I want to be your client. Mm-hmm. And I had so many people asking me, I thought, well, this is dumb. I'm on the wrong course. I should just start getting my hours now. I can. Mm-hmm. And and so now I do. I have a handful of clients. I had to, you know, quick put together, you know, get my liability insurance and, and, and claim my my business with the state and things. Um, But I knew how to do that because of my NTI class. Thank you. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Um, And now I do have a handful of clients and I am uh, not only uh, earning some of those hours, but I'm also earning some money along the side. So that's helpful.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, What we need to know though, for those hours is have to keep a detailed log of everybody and the times that we meet, the hours that we meet, And on three of those cases, if you have a handful of clients and there's a a log that let's say it's several pages long of different clients, in order to turn them in for your final hours, you have to do a write up on at least three of those and do a full two page case study write up Mm -hmm. to turn Mm -hmm. in. And, you know, that's good. We we have practice in doing that, you mm-hmm. know, your our classes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is something that, you know, to keep in mind. It's not mm-hmm. just check, I completed my hours. Mm-hmm. We have to, you know, validate that with some evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so internships, externships, actually teaching at an education facility for teaching holistic nutrition, that counts. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have it signed off. Um, There are many ways you can do this. Uh, The research hours, those are interesting as well. Uh, You could be hired as a research intern and that counts. But if you don't do that, if you want to do your own research. um, Well, for example, I was asked to present to a, a, a youth group about how to make healthy healthy choices, Mm -hmm. you know, food choices. Mm -hmm. And I had to prep for, you know, three hours or so to get that together. And then I spent Mm -hmm. another hour putting together a PowerPoint, um, to go off of. And, and then when I presented, you know, I went back and I was reading my research um, or the Um, about the hours that I needed. And I thought, wow, that counts as research. Yeah, So I was able to count those four hours for my research and um, other things like I put together some um, just small little uh, flyer type things on about, you know, autoimmune diseases or about, um, you know, digestive, digestive issues and what to do. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, Uh, The preparation for that as well can count as your research hours, your indirect contact hours. What you have to do, though, is turn in your PowerPoint presentations or your publications or whatever you've written it. It has to be accompanied by the evidence that you did that and put in that Mm -hmm. research. Mm -hmm. But I think NAMP goes out of their way to... um, to broaden the methods and the ways that you can get those hours, and it's very helpful. And mm-hmm. you find I find that I'm getting those hours not effortlessly, um, but it's coming easily as I work forward. So my idea of trying to get the hours before I started working, not a good one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but as I'm doing it, it's working out really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so you're seeing clients, you said you have a handful of clients, um, and giving presentations. Is that the, the full, like what, what you're doing right now, or are are you doing other things with your knowledge, your education? Are you, um, you know, I don't know, there's all kinds of things that you could be doing <laughs> a- anything else that you're doing. Cause we, you know, I think people want to know, like, they, they get excited to hear about the things that people are doing and, you know, in their community or whatever. Well, that is what I am doing right now. Mm-hmm. I have plans
1: to do more things. Yeah. like what? Well, I've also, I mean, I have to back up. I, I am doing things like I, I had a friend who said, you know, you eat sauerkraut every day. Why are you doing that? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, so I explained why I'm doing that. And, and she goes, oh, I'm going to try that. And I said, well, come on over. I'll teach you how to do it. There you and go. So she did. And mm-hmm. then she called me back about a week later and she goes, I have like five friends and we all want to come over and learn how to make sauerkraut. There you and go. that was actually really fun. And mm-hmm. I've talked to many other people and I enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something I want to continue doing. Yeah. And, you know, the same thing with, um, Oh, little things like you know, kombucha. Right. Um, making yeah. that too. I went to a party and I don't drink alcohol and I brought kombucha. And mm-hmm. people are asking questions, what is this? Why do you do this? And and then I had friends come over and I was teaching them how to do that. And everybody thinks scobies are fascinating. And I I enjoy that type of small class. Mm-hmm. And I think I will do more of that. Mm-hmm. I also think I will um you know, contact the public library. Do a a free um, presentation on healthy eating, mm-hmm. or weight loss, or autoimmune diseases, or mm-hmm. whatever is needed at the time. And I enjoy the presenting, and and hopefully we'll get clients from that as well. Mm-hmm. So those are my my future goals. I honestly do not want to have a huge practice. Mm-hmm. I want to help people. Yeah. And I I want to keep it kind of low key. Mm-hmm. I you know, I have my 15th grandchild on the way and I want Oh to, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I know, crazy, huh? Um and I want to spend time with them. I don't want to be working full time mm-hmm. all the time. So mm-hmm. um I think I'm going to be content with that. But I do love teaching and I was asked once to do a presentation for uh children. And we had so much fun we did veggie art and that was a blast for me for them and i can see myself doing that um a lot more in the future as well um i still would like to you know do the externships in various places and i have you know i i did a brainstorm and i'm looking into places like rehab centers for uh, eating disorders and things like that. I just think there's so much I could learn, um, help for autistic families. I, I think, um, I'd like to, you know, just be involved so mm-hmm. I can learn a different perspective
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that would be helpful, but I have not done that yet.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you know, just a couple things I'd like to, uh, um, point out. So, you know, Leading by example is one of the best ways that we can make an impact on the world, because when you do, you know, uh, when people see how you live your life and what you eat and all those kinds of things, they get curious and they ask yeah. questions. And that is often, um, you know, a very good way to um get opportunities to as you say you know teach classes and then they have a friend that has a friend that has a friend that suddenly is putting on an event and they need a guest speaker and they're like oh you know I- i'd like to have someone come talk about nutrition for brain health or whatever um mm-hmm. so uh that is a great way to do it and um uh you know there there is um uh, the 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 availability of things that you can do with this education and you know, certification from NTI and now this um, uh, you know, BCHN certification. there is really no limit. And all of these ideas that you have are fascinating and fabulous. and I think it's just important for people to see that, you know it's it's not there's not just a a, a kind of a black box in which you can only do certain things. Um, in this field and um, you know, uh, in, in the the ways in which all of our graduates will practice and perform their, uh, their, you know, utilize their skills and perform their job, whatever that's going to be is is really unending um, almost. So I, I love to hear all of your ideas. Um, and uh, I, you know, I think, I think it's great that you're putting yourself out there and that's definitely what, what, what we need to do. So, um, all right. So in closing uh, any advice you would give to other NTI grads who are considering taking the exam or even students who are getting close to being NTI grads? I would, I would say, you know, first off, um,
1: you know, more than you think you do. Yes. And don't be afraid of it. I mean, that was really my biggest thing. I was so afraid. And so I think as an NTI grad and other grads, yes, you know more than you think you do. So dive in and do it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not as scary as you think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, um, and the other thing is it's worth it. I really do think it's worth it to be part of that community Mm -hmm. Um, to build up the holistic nutrition environment to a point where it's recognized nationally and validated. Mm -hmm. So it's worth it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, So you mentioned that you were kind of quickly putting together your business. Do you have a website that you'd like to share or any kind of contact information that you'd like to share for our listeners and viewers?
1: I put my email in the bio, Um, so that's there. I do not have an uh, a website up and running yet. That's okay. I have a name, and I love the name. It's Body New, like B-O-D-Y, capital N-U. Mm-hmm. And I will have a website, but like I say, I threw everything together so quickly. A website was not one of them.
0: Yeah, but yeah. it will be up and coming. Okay, great, good. Well. Anything else that I didn't ask you that you'd like to share uh, with our audience? Um
1: I think you were very thorough, but okay. I think our audience, if our audience is is NTI students, um, you yeah. know and, and grads. Notes. Yeah. And grads. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah. for the students, take good notes because you know it we can learn a lot from our instructors and their comments, I mean, yes, we have our, our slide presentations and all of that, which is full of information, mm-hmm. but the comments that the instructors make, um, often it would me into different directions that mm-hmm. were very helpful. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that. So listen carefully and, and take good notes. I think that would be one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe I should make a plug for taking that internship class. It might might be a good thing.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. So um, now that you bring it up, this is, um, uh, you know, the internship class is not required. It is uh, an option that you can do through us. We help facilitate that. Um, We help sort of, um, you know, if, if you need guidance of places to look for an internship, if you need help with, Um, uh, you know, writing up uh, uh, an interest letter or something like that. We can do that. We facilitate all of that. We keep track of all, you know, you have to report your hours to us. We keep track of all of that. And then that allows you to um, have this documented uh, uh, internship that has 50 hours, 50 contact hours that you can use towards those 500 hours. So yeah, definitely. It's a good start. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Sherry, it has been a pleasure speaking to you today. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey um, on the, you know, going through school and then uh, taking the exam. It was really nice to hear from you.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Hi. Diane Kaler here again. If you found this conversation interesting and haven't already become a student at NTI, check us out at ntischool.com. We hope to see you soon.